Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we're going to be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Hey, y'all. And Michelle Ander. Hello. Today, Delaney, Michelle, and I will be discussing the fourth episode of Rick and Morty Season 3, Vindicators 3, The Return of World Ender. Uh, we talk... We. <laughs> Oh, there's a lot to get into with that title. There's we'll, a lot to get yeah, into. We'll, that talk, title. we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, we talk Rick and Morty twice a week here on the Overly Animated Podcast during the season. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes by going to OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes for our main feed. Or you can find our Rick and Morty specific iTunes feed by searching Overly Animated Rick and Morty. Uh, thank you guys once again last week for tuning in in high numbers to our podcast. Everyone's very excited about uh, Rick and Morty. Um, and uh, we are as well, especially Vindicators 3. So let's get into it. Um, Delaney, here's the first question. Did you like Vindicators 3, The Return of World Ender? And how did it compare to the first two Vindicators? That's my question. Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't think it's as good as the first two Vindicators. You gotta, like... you gotta defend that claim. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it's just, I don't know, like, plot and, like, characters. Okay. Um, they killed they killed off three POC characters. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, not okay. True. <laughs> Yeah, but wouldn't that mean you're not a fan of the second Rick's one? Okay, anyway. Well, I guess this, I'm not a fan of the second one, okay, I guess. There you go. What's, okay, what do you the think of this? The first one was the best, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the big event of the summer, yeah. We all know right, that. Right, right. Yeah. The third one's like, I mean, the third, like, I mean, I guess the third one's a little bit better than the second one. I just didn't, I just didn't feel it, you know? Okay, like, did you, I just, but just weren't feeling it. Did you not feel this episode? I, I really didn't. Okay. I mean, I liked it. It's, I don't think it's awful. I think, I mean, it's hard. How do you come off of Pickle Rick? Like, yeah. how, how do you, like, how do you, how do you, like, how do you go up after Pickle Rick? I mean, Rick? I guess you um, do. I guess you do an Avengers parody. That's what you do. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, I don't hate this episode. I, I just, like, this wouldn't be in my top. Again, there's not really, there aren't really bad episodes of Rick and Morty. I just wasn't, like, it was fine. Um, I think it just got a little repetitive i think there's some good undercurrents and the characters are interesting but i think it just this might be the most trivial and like kind of tropiest like i know brick and morty likes to take stuff and then just take it to absurdity but i think they just kind of lost me on this episode a little bit um the heroes weren't really like super interesting like it was like funny like i mean like i mean a million ants man is like hysterical like that's great and then but the rest of them were just kind of like eh yeah, okay. I think the only really compelling part of the episode is really like the Rick and Morty stuff, like the their kind of like the tension there. But yeah. I, it was fine. I didn't hate it. Like it was, this I guess this might be the pitfall of the parodies. The pitfall, though, the worst parody or like the low point of um doing a parody at yeah, all. Yeah, both. Okay, maybe. Mm, okay, harsh, harsh. <laughs> Ooh, so Matt on this episode, Michelle, do you agree? I have just I have a question first though. Okay. Wait. So is Million Ants Man power that he could see like a person, or is that <laughs> the ants work together to have I like a kind of sad ants. body? Like, His power is that it. he's a million ants <laughs> as a person. Just, <laughs> ants. Oh man! Why are you questioning this? That's kind of great though. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I think weirdest he's like the best part of the episode is Million okay. Ants Man. Like that's you, well, the train. The, the train guy's pretty good because that's yeah. also like the randomest power just calling trains. trains to make holes and stuff in the wall I guess who you got who you got million ants or ants and Myers Johnson oh ants and Myers Johnson way better Ooh. it's just so much more memorable what about you Delaney 
That was before uh, no, I have to go with cool. Million Ants. Man. Million Ants, oh man. <laughs> Why? Because they're more ants. I got it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I it's it. like yeah, a million ants compared to like a few ants. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. That's how that works. Yeah, Delaney's just a big ant fan. So, no. Okay, Literally. Michelle, what do you think of the episode? I thought it was fine. Um, I mean, it, 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 yeah, it wasn't bad. No, there were a lot of really good parts, but like, I also agree with like, I don't think this is quite as good as Pickle Rick. The ending, though, was like very satisfying to me, though. Yes, <laughs> my hopes for like an actual like feeling, and then it was oh, it's so good. Our, I just ripped uh, it away. Michelle, was it a satisfying like, ending oh my because God, this you're is so great. this is even better than having a real moment? <laughs> <laughs> was it so satisfying because you're a big fan of Logic? Logic at the end, the rapper in the episode. My brother was a fan. He okay. was happy with this. This is a real person, and we're unaware. This is a real yes, rapper. No, my yeah. brother was yeah. like, I can't believe they have Logic, and yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> Like I understood, I, I, I understood it was a real person, but like I have no like other I, feelings about. Yeah, logic. I, have, I have no counts of that, but yeah. Yeah, so, damn. Okay, so you, you, so you're mad, but you enjoyed the ending a lot. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I think it's a good episode. I think that all recommended episodes are good. Obviously. Um. This is probably the worst of the season. Um. I'm I'm generally where you guys are with this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it it was fine. It was at times pretty funny. Um, overall, I, I agree with Delaney. This was like our most, uh, tropey, our most, uh, preset type of episode. Kind of went all according to script here. I, the big subversion is that Rick is the villain. I think that's one of the most interesting parts of it. You get into interesting stuff with Rick and Morty interacting. Um, everything. None of us predicted that either, that that was going to be what the episode was about, which is kind of nice. Yeah. And that was in the trailer too. We saw like a world ender stringed up, but we still didn't really understand. No, it was so, him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess well, we, we were still trying to figure out what was Pickle Rick and what wasn't Pickle Rick. That's yeah, yeah. so true though. It's pretty, it's pretty funny if the, if they had like the preview video on Adult Swim for this and, um, they're all like, it's, it's time for our best villain ever. World ender. He's going to be this huge villain this season. Yeah. And they just played that straight, that whole preview video, but no, he does not even a person in the in the episode um yeah no i think i think i think it's a good episode i think there's parts that are really funny um i will say i really wasn't into it the first time um but re-watching it got better like there's a lot here so i think i think that this episode is potentially one that gets better if you watch it a few times because um there's like even just some lines towards the end which you don't even hear they're just so this i mean sometimes the show's humor just goes by so quick but um there's some of the dialogue uh with the marriage stuff uh, at the end is really good yeah. and you just can't I'm glad you wrote that yeah down, I, I was like wait what did he describe his penis as i couldn't <laughs> catch it either time i watched it i wanted to know but i couldn't understand because it was yeah fast. yeah for the record half ghost half tumescent penis yes there you go that's that's what he I I didn't even I didn't even catch that. That's yeah. yeah, I was like half what and yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. This seems important. Yeah, I think I just I sometimes I wish this go the show would give its uh its lines more time to breathe. Like that's that's that whole exchange between the three of them is so good. That's one of the highlights of the episode. But you it I just did not get it at all at first and the, the next few times turned on closed caption and got it. So um, Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, but it's there's there's definitely some great moments this episode. I think the best part is the uh, Israel Rick uh, drunk Rick gag. Yes, I think that's, that's pretty, yeah, that's like number that's like uh, very funny. So um, like that was like laugh out loud funny. I think the exchange between the three of them was very funny. Uh, the ending is just really random and 
dumb, but um, like I love bringing Gearhead back. Uh, we're potentially mourning Gearhead today, although we'll talk about that. <laughs> is, is Gearhead dead? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just there's there's really a lot here in this episode, and um, it's not as obviously good, I think, as the last two. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if everyone agrees that the last two episodes were incredible, but I think all of us here kind of think that they were. They're really good, and this one it's probably not as good, probably not as clever, but still very good. And also, um, it sneaks up on you a little bit. So, uh, I, I'd rec- I'd recommend to rewatch. But um, yeah, so at, at at its core here, we have an Avengers slash Guardians of the Galaxy parody episode. Um, kind of going for both i i feel like i feel like they like they assembled we have that whole thing well considering the literal vindicator symbol is like basically an upside down avenger symbol yeah. like yeah yeah that part's definitely the avengers yeah. and then we also i feel like maximus is star lord but also like they say um they, they're very beginning of the episode in some guardians of the galaxy reference like he he says something similar um but uh yeah so like once again something that was more probably more timely before but um yeah here's how it is delaney how do you think how do you think they were in um do you think they're successful in their lampooning of avengers here i think so um i think the best part i guess was like kind of like one just all the ridiculous absurd powers and then kind of how they interacted and like i think when them falling apart was probably the funniest bit i think it was most successful when the first obstacle in rick's death plan was like him mocking them for how unoriginal they are i think that's probably the best part yeah all of them applied all of you yeah so that was i think it's just so hard in that like doing superhero things and again i love superheroes like i i love that stuff like i am all about dc like i have seen all the avengers movies like i love superheroes it's all cool so I understand Marvel and DC are different, and Avengers is Marvel. Before so yes, so did you did okay. you did you hate this episode because it was not a parody of DC and it was a parody of Marvel? Is that what you're saying? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not what you're saying. Uh, no, okay. Marvel Marvel deserves it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I what I don't like. I, it just it's just it's a tired thing to do, and especially with all the movies we have. And how how ingrained in popular culture it has become. There are so many parodies, so I don't really think it does really anything new, other than just murdering all of them. But that's just kind of like I'm, I was expecting that. So yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. What do you think, Michelle? Um, I am not. I am like the opposite of Delaney. I know nothing really about Marvel and DC universes. Like I'm a very. I've seen like maybe two movies in the last like five years about. Yeah, but it's, 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 Wonder Woman, it's, so. it's so like culturally pervasive though so you still have, like a it sense it really right? is yeah. so for me as someone who like can't get the like a lot of the references like right off the bat what i appreciated was how ridiculous they made all the powers yeah. for most of them because that was just like i'm glad they didn't just like harp I'm like oh this person's so cool it's like no this is like he's literally a million ants you guys this is like all he is and then they all died which I mean, that's not original, but it was like, what else did you expect from a Rick and Morty episode? Very gory deaths, especially that first dude. He was like being <laughs> murdered in that vent for like minutes. Yeah, it was that was it was pretty it was pretty brutal here. Um, I don't think there's a lot to get with the parody. I think it was mostly yeah. just that it was conceptually an event. Yeah, parody. it was just yeah. like superficially oh, this yeah. parody. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, you're right. Let, let's go through the like all these all these uh uh the vindicators the side characters here so i think because that's the highlight the their ridiculousness their powers um the leader is supernova um 
voiced by Gillian Jacobs. We're bringing back all the community vets. It's great. Um, back, not really back, but you know, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, Delaney, I assume you're a fan of Supernova. Oh um, yeah. Well, until the end, I guess. And I was like, Oh God, she's like, <laughs> yeah, crazy. she's like kind of a villain. That's the, it's yeah. quite yeah. simple. She's basically, yeah, I, she, I mean, she's, she's Starfire. That's like who she is. And I guess they like smashed her into Gamora some way, but <laughs> she's not like, she was fine. What is she exactly? She says she, she literally so. She like says a, she's a fallen star. She says the baby okay. was half fallen star. Was, yeah, but like okay. So is that what she is? Because she also kind of looks like her whole body is just like one galaxy. I guess she's like a supernova. Like yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the least clear what they were to me. The other character is pretty straightforward. We yeah, pretty straightforward. we explain what the crux about is. I think she has the most interesting character design. Yeah, I think her design is cool. Yeah. Well, I sometimes I just like watch like the stars move across like her thigh up her torso. It was just very mesmerizing. <laughs> oh, you so were staring at her thigh <laughs> and her gay. torso. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty gay. Yeah, that was really homosexual. around. Okay, anyway. <laughs> well, I think she's like she's Starfire and Raven. Like that, that's who she oh, is. Oh yeah, be the Raven. Yeah, because she was like Star Mother, and it was like, what the heck are you? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they were trying to. They started out with her parroting something specific, and yeah. then it just really didn't really do anything. It was like I don't even know what you are. Okay, yeah. um, I think I do say she's she doesn't really stand out with the ridiculousness of these other ones, but she's like the straight man here. She's um yeah like Gillian Jacobs does some great straight man work introducing these other ridiculous people because she's the one giving the speech in the beginning of the episode. Um, so I feel like it's uh kind of uh under the surface how how uh, good this character is. Um, Wasn't that the joke? Because, like, too, like, the first, like, Saw, like, game or whatever, um, like, when they have the names under them, like, what they represent, and hers is, like, uses powers responsibly. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to apply to all of them, too. But, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, she's, so, yeah, I think she's, I don't know if she's going to be anyone's fave, right? But, um, so, oh, uh, Michelle, Delaney picked her fave. Millie Nance, who's your fave here? Oh man, I kind of like the train guy just because it's like such a weird specific a power. It makes, it makes no sense how to get those chains. Like, how did they become like enchanted with ghosts of trains? Trains don't have like an afterlife, do they? You don't it's understand just, like, ghost train guy? I love how you ask, do they? Do like, they? Like, <laughs> like, you're like, you're unsure. What do you, yeah, what do you? I have questions. That's why I'm intrigued. That's why he's my favorite. Okay, so you've, you want to know more about Alan Rails, the ghost train guy. Alan- Yep. Oh my god, I didn't know that was his name. Alan Rails, voiced by Lance Reddick. I think Lance Reddick did a great job with this role, but uh, I know he's great. Yeah, like, it's his, so his good. character's really good. Um, just, yeah, just uh, continually uh, Ghost Trains being the only thing about him. Um, and then at the end, uh, formerly married to Supernova, and then s- susses out. Uh, that was a plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> that was this drama. Interpersonal drama. Yeah. Um, but he's he's great when he's mad at the end when he's fighting with uh, I know, I, that might have been parodying um, the big shock in uh, Avengers. Uh, so, people hook up that, in Avengers. That Hawkeye is married. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That that's what that could be. Um, also, the like conflict at the end. Um, like he's, I mean, uh, yeah. Who are the, do we think uh, Alan Rails is anyone specifically here? I'm not sure. Um, like, no. like Million Ants is like gonna be like Ant Man, right? Um, Vance Maximus is will be like uh, either Tony Stark slash the uh, yeah slash slash Star Lord, right? So, um, yeah, I, I, I think uh, Alan Rails is great. Ghost Trains are great. I also he might questions. be the actual most original. 
Yeah, he might be. I mean, he only has but, one thing, but... But, I mean, it's better than just literally being ants, right? Oh, better. How could you be better than literally being ants? Yeah. So we have Million Ants, who is just a million ants, um, uh, either voiced by Tom Kenny or Maurice LaMarche. I'm not 100% sure from the credits, but, um, yeah, I think... Um, best part of the episode, maybe, like, contender, is I lost 400 ants. Yeah. Now I am back. To one million ants. <laughs> yeah. That might be like, I mean, Queen's been top moment of the episode. Eggs. Yeah. Yeah, I did love, I did love that, that like line. Yeah. Just that, that's a great moment. Um, and then the, uh, when, uh, Gillian Jacobs was like, uh, the baby died because it was half fallen star, that half was million ants. Hilarious. Yeah. That was incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the two great uses of, uh, I don't know who, who on the writer staff, like, just loves ant jokes. Like, <laughs> this is a thing now. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. Like, who is it? And he's like, their thing is like ants. Okay, we want an ant joke in this and episode. Okay, two, like, you're, you're a person covered. This is my time to shine. Yeah. I have so many for you. I guess ants are just very funny. We didn't, I never really knew this, but um, we, we have two great ant characters now, so we should just keep having ant characters. I guess, I guess this is just like, I'm okay with it. Why is it million ants? But why is there Ant Man? That's just as ridiculous of a person, so. It is. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if million ants is that much more ridiculous than just. Who is your. Who was your fave though, Dylan? Oh, definitely Million Ants. Yeah, it's it's really? yeah, yeah. Both of you. Okay. I also love. He loves Anthony Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love Anthony Johnson too. I also love Alan Rez. I also love Supernova, and I also love uh, Crocubot. Um, Crocubot. I couldn't remember his name. I couldn't remember his name either. Yeah, uh, Crocubot uh, was. Uh, yeah, more uh, hmm, seeing more crocodile than than robot here yeah. at the end. Um, yeah, just. Uh, very straight up answering Rick's questions about what he is in the beginning. <laughs> yes. So I am Crocubot. That was just really great uh, timing in that first scene. Um, didn't really do as much with him, but I think uh, that's a great concept uh, with, with Crocubot there. And then we have uh, Vance uh, slash Maximus. I forgot that we couldn't find his full name here, but uh, Vance, yeah, just Vance Maximus Renegade Star Soldier. <laughs> Oh my god, that's such an awful name. Voice. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's the best part about him is his oh name. Yeah, voice by Chris- yeah, it is the best part about him. His name's very good. Voiced by Christian Slater. I think his best moment in the beginning is um the uh it was happy hour and then uh, Rick's response. So yeah. yeah. Uh, was, I was also uh, I was also late because of my drinking and mentioned it to zero applause. Um not yeah, not as many uh overtly comedic moments for Vance Maximus, but um still just a good parody of that uh cocky type of character. No, no comments here. On Vince. he's fine. He died early he's on. Fine. He died early on because they didn't know what else to do with him. Yeah, he was the first, the first dad. <laughs> yeah, that's. I guess that's kind of a subversion on its own, right? Um, and then, yeah, because he would be like the hero, maybe. Yeah, he's he he's like, like the like leader, the but I do like that they made Supernova like the the leader. That was nice. Um, but yeah, and then we have uh, everyone's favorite vindicator, Noob Noob. Yep. So he was an actual Vindicator? I thought he was like an intern. Because his name's Noob Noob. So th- Is he related to Mr. Poopy Butthole? Yeah, that's the real that's question. The, that's the obvious <laughs> question, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we... Couldn't that have just been Mr. Poopy Butthole? We did Noob Noob Noob. No, it needed to be a different one. It needed to be Noob Noob. Uh, he's his own noob. I, I love. I do like the concept of Noob Noob him laughing at Rick's jokes and then bringing him back at the end. That was great. Um, with like you just killed me. The end was just amazing. I do think we've seen this character before, though, so it lost some of its impact because this is literally just Mr. Poopy Butthole. Um, 
So I don't think Noob Noob stood out as much as... No, I think because he looks like Mr. Poopy Butthole, that's why it worked. Because you already immediately loved him. <laughs> yeah, he does have inherent sympathy, that's true. You were like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I do agree with that. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I think this is the use of Noob Noob. I agree, it was confusing. He was like... Uh, like an intern vindicator but he was go. the key was he was going on his first uh thing until he had to clean up yeah. rick's diarrhea that like that was that like tied it together at the end because like it's like drunk rick expected him to be there uh because to set so it good. set up the trap um the episode really does tie together they do have a lot of things like that to pay off um but yeah noob noob uh noob noob not morty at the end and they're like the same height i guess so it accepts morty <laughs> but uh it's so good yeah I think that was a good one. Okay, so let's go. Um, okay, so the other, the other, other than just going through the Vindicators, the other topic I would want to talk about is uh, the use of Rick as a villain here. So, uh, like, it's it's not uh, World Ender. Oh, before that, speaking of World Ender, let's talk about this title. So, Vindicators three. We're like, okay, why is this Vindicators three? It's because Vindicators one and two happened. I just I love the gag of Vindicators one having happens, but we didn't see it. But it was like yeah. they they referenced it. That was the big hit of that summer. But now we're moving on to Vindicators two. Um, I think that's a great that's a great gag here, and they just never explain it. And then uh, they missed Vindicators through two, so now this is Vindicators three. Um, and like how hurt Morty is, yeah, it's so Morty's good. that he got left out, yeah, yeah. And then when he's reading it, and he's like, "They killed off like he's <laughs> so good." Yeah, uh, and but the other part of this title, the return of World Ender. I have questions. Why is this the return? Was he the villain of Vindicators one? Um, he might have maybe been. he's not. Yeah. He's not the villain of Indicators Two. Yeah, he was not no, the villain of Indicators Two. So I was confused why this is their turn. They do say the return. They do say he's back in the beginning of the episode when um, Supernova is giving a speech. But anyway, very convoluted title here. Um, so what do we think of Rick being the villain here, not World Ender? Um, is this a progression down the darker themes of the season, as promised by Rick earlier? Is this the most overtly villainous Rick has been? Um, what did you think of this in relation to, uh, what we've, uh, Michelle, what do you think of this in relation to what we've seen of Rick before? I mean, I think, I think it makes perfect sense. I don't know if it shows like a worse side of him or not, because he's always like talked about not caring about people and having no loyalty and especially disregarding people he thinks are a lot dumber than him. So I think it's like, it's like on par with what we've seen. I honestly loved it. Like, (laughs) the saw stuff was like working for me and i was like actually kind of invested and be like you guys you need to shoot two more hoops it's not talking shoot the hoops me too no i was like i was like yes same the whole time like that's why i missed all that dialogue i was like just yeah i was like you guys (laughs) and like the fact that he was so drunk like him being drunk was like I thought it was like played really well and it was super convincing and it was like hilarious. Like he was so plastered and he still was like making this amazing, like he was doing all these things and he was calculating everything. He threw a party while he like couldn't see straight because he was so hammered. I think that is like, oh, that's so good. And just like when he like kind of gives up around the third or fourth way, he's like, like, oh, it just. Just, like, shoot some hoops and, like, talk about why you're selfish or something. Okay, bye. It's just, like, he, like, really doesn't care. But so much is at stake. I just, I thought that juxtaposition worked really, really well. I love seeing Rick like that. Yeah, I do think it's very funny. He's like, uh, just, just shoot some three-pointers or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, close my eyes for sick. Don't worry about it. He, like, it. recorded all the sound effects that would play when it went in. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work to be done there. Yeah, what do you, th- what do you think about this topic, Delaney? Um, so I agree with Michelle in that I think the best part is, like, how drunk he is. I don't really think this is a progression of Dark Rick. This is, like, the progression of Drunk Rick. 
We've never actually seen Rick like this shit faced before. Like he is absolutely just drunk out of his mind. He can't remember it. I didn't think Rick could get blackout drunk. Like I didn't think that he was capable, but like, oh boy, is he. Um like I do think this is on par. Like I don't like I wasn't really shocked. Like when they were like I was already thinking when they were walking in here, I was like, I bet Rick did it. And then I was like, I'm not shocked. And then the fact that he recorded everything, I think it was like I thought it was great. It's probably, like, the best concept in the whole episode. And I think it was well done. And I I do, I mean, we, I don't think, I don't think it's so much evil Rick, but kind of going down this kind of spiral of Rick, you know, him being depressed and drunk. And, like, there's still that undercurrent there, even though it was was real, but it wasn't about Rick being upset about how Morty, like, loves the Vindicators and, like, that conflict. Yeah, I, I I agree. There's been this. Uh, there's been a little bit of like a, a wise Rick so evil discourse going on today in the AV Club review. Um, I think this is in line with what we've seen from him before. It's certainly he's not really evil. He's just a dick. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I got from the episode. Like, and that's the thing that kind of cemented it for me because I think I kept hoping that the season like. Rick was gonna analyze himself more, but then, like that reveal with Noob Noob at the end, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the show made me think something emotional is gonna happen, <laughs> and it took it away. He's just—he's just really awful, but not because he's trying to be. He's just a dick. He just doesn't I had care. The same realization. Yeah, it's like, damn, that's like just as damaging, but like way more funny. Like, there's no intent there. Like, he doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't care. That's. That's so amazing. Like, there's no intent. Like, yeah. obviously, like, he killed people and it's terrible. And, like, he's not a good person. But, like, I still wouldn't even say Rick's evil. He's just, like, awful. Like, he's just the worst. Yeah. I, I generally agree with this. I think the direction where this is a somewhat, of a, uh, somewhat of a progression is with relation to Morty's view of him. Because this is, yes. like, the most pissed Morty's yeah. been at Rick. Yeah, it is. So I think that's notable. Like, he's just went against Morty potentially more than he has before in this episode. Um, Morty just like very clearly loves the Vindicators. And, um, I think that we've kind of been dealing with the past few episodes. We've been back to like earnest wide eyed Morty, but this episode, this was, um, I don't want any more of your, uh, shit, Rick, uh, Morty. Like this was, he was just like, it's like, okay, now it's a neutrino bomb. Okay. This is Rick's uh, spiel about Israel. Like this is, it was, uh, Morty very much in his element in dealing with, uh, with Rick at this point. And, um, I this is I wonder if this is a turning point for Morty if this is where we're going like I feel like we asked this last season too and it didn't pay off but um like is just more well, I think it's a carryover yeah it's 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 yeah, it's yeah. potentially progression like uh, is Morty just going to be fed up with Rick now I mean I we see it here and there like we've always seen it I I'm it has seem seemingly it has seemed to get worse but I think it's also going in line with like how much Rick is spiraling so I think mm-hmm. we may be progressing. I don't think we're going to get an immediate payoff for it, but no. I think like there could be there could be deeper levels to this that come up later in future episodes. I do wonder if this is taking us on a on a path towards Evil Morty returning. Ooh. Oh man, the yeah, I would like to see that. I mean, Morty straight up shot Rick. Like he had every intention of just killing him. Yeah. Yeah, I I will say we have an episode later in the season called Tales from the Citadel. Um, the other episodes don't seem mm-hmm. plot re- relevant, but um, I, I, I'm wondering. Well, if, you know, Evil Morty. From I'm also season- okay if that's like Tales of Bossing. Say, like, I'm okay. With- 
Oh my yeah, that's gosh. what the show would do. It'd be Tales of Bossing Say, yeah, I'm sure. But um from Avatar Lost Airbender. Um but uh yeah, so I think I think that's we'll keep let's let's uh let's keep track of Morty's fed up inness with Rick. But I did love Morty this episode. Um him just being like, Okay, this is what drunk Rick does. I thought that was very funny. Um, no, it was really good. Well, he's like when he was like, There's a forty percent chance it's a dud, yeah. but <laughs> he was they're stand back in me Yeah, it's like since when is Morty the smart, but like he's he just he's just see, seen it many times before. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you're like, damn, so Rick has been like shit faced a lot. Yeah. We just like haven't seen that in the show. Yeah, there's a lot a lot referenced this episode. Like, how did you know he's like it's too many times, Rick? Too many too times. Too many times. So it's yeah. just like yeah. yeah, exactly. Too many times. There's a lot referenced this episode that um, didn't really, really we didn't see on screen from previous episodes. So I thought that was particularly notable. I mean, other than Vindicators one, we also had a lot of times. Uh, we had a lot of times with um, with Morty and Drunk Rick, and then we also had this uh, punch card for um, the fruit. That was for, so yeah, good. Adventure. Yeah, uh, Rick, Morty invokes his right to choose one out of every ten Rick and Morty adventures. <laughs> Morty, it's the Morty adventure card. I love that concept. That was great. A good way to make someone go on adventures yeah. they don't want to go on. That's such a good incentive. <laughs> Rick, yeah, Rick's just like, okay, sure. He's, I mean, he was upset about it, but um, he, you think you think Rick wouldn't be controlled by the system he put into place? But no, no, I mean Morty though, because then he has to go in like nine. Oh yeah, it's definitely, it's it's definitely more pays off. That's so brilliant. Definitely a Rick controlling Morty vehicle, but I love them bringing that in here. Okay, let's go through the, the specific lines from the episode. Um, we referenced a lot of them, but um, in the beginning, we haven't talked about the uh, sterilizing alien slugs. <laughs> So good. Uh, don't let them get away. Uh, and then at the end, Morty, you might want to freeze some of your sperm after a birthday. When he's time. like, when they're like, why don't we just kill him? It's like, <laughs> then I won't be able to sterilize an entire species. Yeah. That, that's kind of a classic Rick and Morty intro. I like that concept, though. Um, the Vinda Beacon, as frequently discussed here as, from the trailer. Uh, Rick's, I refuse to answer a literal call to adventure, Morty. Uh, I think that's a good line. I think that's just still like even though we've seen I've seen that line so many times and I still just it's so good. It's still really good, yeah. Uh, we did one. It was the big event of the summer. Let it die. It's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah. The uh, the the um, Morty adventure card. I love it. Yeah. And Morty's like read them and weep. Yeah. Uh, we're doing adventures too, and that was the that was the pre credits. Um, and then he shot. Yeah, uh, we talked a lot about the supernova uh, briefing in the beginning. Um, just Rick railing on, uh, Crocubot, uh, you fell into a vat of redundancy. And then, uh, uh, Noob Noob's like, uh, God, God damn, like, Noob Noob. That actually, so his good. reaction was really funny to me. I was like, who is that? I'm like, I don't care. I love it. No, it was so good. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, Noob, yeah, Noob, Noob Noob says the same thing like three times. It's great every time. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Noob Noob. This guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so good. About, um, Vaximus's introduction. Uh, sorry, I'm late. Uh, I also late because of my drinking and uh, mentioned it to zero applause. Oh, that's another line we saw a few times from the preview, but I still think it's really right. funny. Yeah. But in context, it's way funnier. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, the, did he, did he say never forgets a kid? Um, that's, that was so good. Oh my God. No, I just made the, the, I mean, I do think, I don't think this episode is as good as the previous two. But I do think this one might be more laugh out loud funny than the previous two. Yeah, it might have been. There were a few moments like this. And just yeah. like in just straight one liners. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's probably not like as Rick clever. Just but, railing yeah. on everybody yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, I, I agree. 
Um, and, uh, I think I, I, that line is still funny. Did he never forget? Also from the preview, but I was, I was expect, I was kept expecting another, uh, Maximus, uh, like child muster joke in the episode and it never paid off, but <laughs> that was, that was enough, I guess. Um, do you say never forget? I guess we're, we're not going back to that place from the Mesics episode. <laughs> so, Good. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think that was a memorable place. Well, yeah. Later he was like, you're the, like learning dis like yeah, disability kid that we take pictures yeah. with. Oh, was yeah. like, oh my god! Oh yeah, wow, maybe you if you're tie- tying those lines together, get darker. But yeah, they, yeah, I thought I love that railing on Morty. He's like, uh, yeah, he's just being nice for like this nice guy superhero image. Um, I love, uh, yeah, when we were talking about Rick railing on them. Oh, looks like he found his crowd. Pretty toothless stuff, guys. Um, commenting on Maximus's humor. Yeah, I think that was pretty good. Um, later we're in the like bedroom. Um. Lady Katana, Calypso, and Diablo Verde were killed in. <laughs> Diablo Verde were killed so in. Uh, uh, yeah, Vindicators too. Um, things did feel less diverse in there. Um, they murdered three innocent heroes of color, and they still had to bring me back. Um, etc. <laughs> that yeah. was the, the, like that entire scene was just like, oh my god. I I definitely like them lampshading the. <laughs> these this like That's lack so of good. diversity things yeah. in the marvel movies i guess that is a specific parody right is the uh yes. you, could, you could say that no they just like completely just slaughtered them yeah it was great uh vindicating comfort about the sheets um it's a good line uh this new pay, pa system our most oh my god <laughs> you... i kind of liked that too though it was really funny it was so awkward but i really liked it so it's our most straight justin roiland just like stammering on into the microphone bit um, that we've had in a while, but, um, uh, is, yeah, I don't know. That was, that was, I, I wasn't in love with it, but, um, it's classic Rick and Morty. <laughs> the, the, it's, so it's a, like, I guess their PA systems are sentient. Cause it wasn't a guy talking on a PA system, right? It was. No, like, I think they're making fun of like Jarvis. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that, that's another specific parody. Maybe we were wrong in the beginning. You're right. That's a good call there. Um, we didn't really do that much with that, but that that's, that's good. Yeah um noob noob having to clean up rick's diary i didn't didn't enjoy seeing (laughs) seeing all that no i think i thought it was like hilarious though like he would do that yeah also the fact is he was so drunk (laughs) and he later went in there purposefully to shit everywhere did he i don't know was that oh yeah because he's maybe he did because it was like a very specific place yeah he's in his because at the end filming in there because at the end the last scene of recorded rick we see right what delaney said was he like talks about he was in the he was in the shed he's like oh i got uh and and i just shot my pants so he must have specifically teleported to that location i think he like yeah he did that i don't know he would do that i mean he just might have been trying to get back well, before he passed out and that's where he ended up but yeah it also might have been intentional um maximus giving maury the jacket um rick says good and bad are artificial constructs um i thought that speech was pretty good um them talking there uh we go to the, we go to the palace of wherever i don't know of world ender wherever. yeah who knows why he's camped out there everyone using their powers we get to see them one by ghost one ghost train yeah oh my god ghost train to break it open yeah um i don't yeah we reference the sign i only lost 400 ants my queen is laying more I am back to one million ants. Yeah. <laughs> that is like my favorite. It might like be like, I mean, it's so good. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, Rick taking out the gun turrets. Um, he, so he like, that was really zany. Like he like jumped in front of it. Like I, I like it was that. very zany. Yeah. The thing he uses to like wake himself up. It, it's like a little creature. Like, what is like- that? <laughs> Oh like, yeah, some kind like of weird eye drops. Like, what is this? It's like a yeah. sentient. Uh, yeah, like everything Rick does that he like uses for specific. It's like sentient. It's like a little animal thing, and it like yeah, it was very weird. 
Um, hey, everybody, the ghost train guy would have used a ghost train. I love that. No, the way he makes fun of them yeah. is just like so It's so amazing. good. Like, yeah. He just trolls them. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's good. Uh, well, we, we show up and World Ender is dying. Well, it's official. I had too much to drink last night. Um, which I guess is an okay line to close the act, but it's also just the entire joke of the second when we come back from commercial. So it didn't, uh, it's a, it's a little bit of. Well, my favorite bit is like him realizing that he left his gun. His part on oh, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and like the sink it's with good. all the throw up. Yeah, it was, it was, that's, that's a good, and then it's like one drop from the sink. It was good. Um, are you seriously sawing the Vindicators? <laughs> Morty, I'm drunk, not a hack. And then, uh, recorded, uh, Rich, like, like, like in saw. saw. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, I liked that. Are you seriously sawing the Vindicators? Yeah, I like that. using it as a verb. It's really good. Um, uh, Vance, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, it's, this is, uh, I do sexy drinking, not this, uh, trailer park psycho shit. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty good line. And then, uh, Vance, Vance says, this is triggering me. I need space. Yeah. What do we think? What do we think really? about them using triggering played for straight in this inner Rick and Morty episode? This is, I will say they said, um, heroes of color and, um, triggering here. Uh, it did seem a little out of place relative. This definitely seemed more progressive Rick and Morty. Yes, which is interesting. But then they still did murder everyone horrifically. I mean, it's so, still Rick I and mean, Morty, but like, yeah. they're using the language a little bit, like this, uh, kind of progressive discourse language. Um, potentially makes sense given the, oh, there's an article up, um, forget which website, but, uh, maybe Variety? I don't know, with, uh, the new female, uh, writers on Rick and Morty. Um, in the, yeah. the writing crew is pretty great. And uh, I was just interviewing them. And maybe that's a little bit of the influence here is making uh, us less of an all male writers room. And now we have this type of language. This episode is written by two of the, the new female writers. Um, but yeah, I, what, what, what were we making? Fun? So like, what are we making fun of here with the, this is triggering me? Are we making fun of like, I don't even remember. I'm not sure this joke landed. I just remember I, I was like, Oh, it's not really okay. specifically a joke. Like that was a joke. Are we making fun yeah. of the trigger, the triggering like concept? Are we making fun of Vance? Yeah, what what like, was triggering him? I don't even remember. Just what was the, the situation. Well, all of it. He's just yeah, stressed. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think they were just making fun of him because yeah. he's like, the yeah, worst. I think they're making fun of him. It is. It's definitely notable, but I don't think, I don't think they thought that much about it i think it's like okay we can just use this line but um right yeah it was very interesting i didn't expect to ever hear triggering in rick and morty like in a serious way so interesting but yeah he flies up and then we have the grizzly scene of him getting like saw like sawed in half and yeah long time <laughs> why so long were you triggered by that scene michelle is that what you're saying no it's just like <laughs> Valuable animation frames on this. He's already dead. Why is it flying up? Is he gonna write something on the ceiling? Is blood? Nope, that's not it at all. Oh, it's finally over. That was my thought process watching it. You, I like the play by play on that. What do you like more, that or the uh, violent sequence against the rats last week? Oh, that was way better. Okay, you like that? Okay, interesting. I had one of my favorite lines. No, just like the whole like him fighting and goring all these rats. That was really cool, though. It was like action pickle Rick. Okay, that's like more an action sequence. I think. Well, there that was like last week was like an action parody. This is like a horror parody, I guess. So that's that's what we're going for there. It's like yeah, it's like that, and also superheroes. And also, <laughs> they were all just okay, guys. Avengers, but in saw. Yeah, and in saw. Yeah. yeah, it's it's an interesting choice, but um, yeah, I like that. Uh. It, um, they they get out of the first room. It was a bit. All the descriptors apply to all of you. Drunk Rick's point is that none of you are, are very special or different. That's always his point. So sad when he says yeah. that. Yeah, no, it was like, oh. Yeah. 
They also never give Morty props for saving them literally every time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he doesn't shoot the three pointers, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, he does disarm the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. Oh, yeah. Too. Well, did, did they, I don't even know if they end up. Yeah, but it's that's true. But Morty's basically doing everything every room. Next room is pick a location uh, that uh, you'd never mention. Crocubot thinks is Dorian 5, where they exterminated a planet, the only way to kill Doomnomatron. Oh, Doom Nomatron, yeah. incredible. Yeah, Crocubot's like, this must be right. Like, my my reptilian and my circus. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And then, but no, Morty's like, no, it's Israel. Uh, this is, so this is what Rick starts talking about when he's blackout drunk. Uh, in a way that, uh, what's my point? In a way that has no point, you just babble about defense budgets in the United Nations, and then you pass out. Uh, Rick, so to be clear, I sometimes reference the geopolitical complexities of the topic, which is not the same as going to an anti-Semitic place. Um, if anything, the drunk version of me is so supportive of Israel. And then, uh, a million ants is like, hey man, I'm not touching this. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh. It was so great. Yeah. Such a random, that joke doesn't have to do with anything. It's like the only one of the rooms which like is clearly not related to, I guess the next one is shooting three pointers. So I guess he subsequently got off topic, but, um, no, he's just, he's his, like, his hell of drunkness is showing. Yeah. 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 No, he's just getting drunker and <laughs> you drunker, saw the drunker, descent, drunker but, drunker. um, the joke definitely not related to anything, but it's just really great. I think this is, this is my funniest moment of the episode is, is no, it's quality. The, the drama. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just rick lays like yeah rick's like afraid of of this too yeah, yeah no it's so funny like, yeah, yeah morty's like yeah this is just what you babble about when you're drunk oh my god i i, I love that and then uh just to make it even better is million ants reacting to it even though million ants would have no concept of of this yes. i guess he, i guess million ants could be from the ants from earth we know what's the origin story a million ants. Are there alien ants? Yeah, are they aliens like, or are they earth ants? So we need to talk about it. But yeah, him reacting to that. You do you. Yeah, that was great. That was another, I think that was another progressive discourse line. But that's not, that's more just urban slang is you do you. But yeah, um, I, I, I just, I just very much love that, that section. Um, next, next room is the, we talked about the hit the three point is the neutrino bomb. Michelle mentioned that. He just doesn't care anymore. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> try to, uh, try to do some yeah, three pointers. Real. Yeah. Um, try to find some meaning. Try to learn something. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about things. Yeah. Too many, Rick. Too many. Uh, that's a good line too. Uh, let's get into the sequence of the marriage drama <laughs> with, um, oh my God. Supernova, <laughs> Million Ants, and, um, and uh alan rails yeah uh not married anymore um i'm just a phantom train conductor you're the pile of ordinary bugs that fucked my wife says alan rails <laughs> oh that explains it so it's it's normal ants it's just a queen who can reproduce like hella fast so they can become a man yeah maybe okay prob- i mean it's gay i understand yeah. Oh well, I don't know. Maybe. Probably the queen is. Oh yeah, because it's a queen, so maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's a male voice, <laughs> okay. but yeah. Um, the, the I guess, maybe they're all worker. Ants, yeah, Mich- Michelle's knows. point is that it's really the queen doing all the work here. But uh, yeah, as, yeah, as gets tw- killed the queen, yeah, torn out at the end, the and then to die. the rest of the collapse. Yeah. Um, did you like his six million wriggling legs more than my tragedy-stricken <laughs> half ghost, half tumescent penis? Uh, if you name your penis tragedy-stricken, I mean, I think you've already I think lost the I think contest. He's just, I don't right? think his name. I think he's describing it. Like the rest of him is tragedy-stricken. Well, so. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Yeah. 
like with um, when Rick was making fun of them, like the first room, it was like tragic origin yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. That was his thing. Yeah, so it was all those things. But yeah, um, this this is my choice for second best line of the episode. Is did you? And it, you know, it's, it's totally not even audible. Like, did you like his six yeah, his six million wriggling legs more than my tragedy stricken half ghost half tumescent penis? <laughs> Um, and then another great line. I conceived a child with oh a mi- God, yeah. with million ants, and it it died inside me because it was a half million ants <laughs> and half collapsing star. It was so good. Oh my this God. A really underrated section. Like this is such a great sequence here. I think it almost makes the episode on its own. Um, uh, he was a million. Well, it just like slowly descends yeah. into like just ridiculousness yeah. because like it starts off like they're like shooting the hoops, they're talking, and then like. <laughs> Uh, he, get, like, he gets angry and angrier, and he's like dribbling guy. the ball. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, um, I'm a million times better. Uh, all aboard, motherfucker! Um, so good. Then a uh, million ants just blows up. Uh, Did he eat him? I couldn't figure out what was going on. He like went inside him with all of his ants <laughs> and like blew him up from the inside with the power of the million ants. It was actually more gory to me. Than the first guy getting cut up by whatever was in that vent. So that's his power. He yeah. can explode people. By <laughs> he can explode people and like grow in size when he wants to. I guess. I feel like you just. Can I, I don't know if he grew in size. He just put the ants inside and then displaced them by ripping him out of him. So he was like ripped <laughs> apart from the inside. That's pretty impressive for a bunch of animals. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're impressed by. I mean, also the fact that it's like <laughs> a sentient and they can talk. You know, that's also pretty impressive, right? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, it's just that sequence. Oh I my god! See why she fell in love with? Oh, him, so you you're also falling in love with? <laughs> no, I'm still the phantom train guy. Oh all the yes, way. <laughs> if you're a million ants, you might have a chance with Michelle. That's the way to. <laughs> no, she said you have to be ghost. <laughs> You have, to make, right, you, have to make, you have to make ghost trains. That's what she said. But yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> too hot in here for this nonsense. <laughs> too hot in here for this nonsense. But yeah. Uh, but, yeah but no, but you, uh, it's understand. Yeah, Michelle's like, oh, it's understandable. Why? <laughs> Why Supernova likes million ants? <laughs> can explode people from the inside. It's impressive. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, yeah, Rick, uh, just, uh, I don't even know where to go from that scene. But yeah, the, uh, the one, the, the next room, one, the one vindicator with any value to me. Um, they're like, oh, it could be Morty. I'm not being coy about some hidden love for you. Um, and then he goes in this whole like ride and it's like, you're different, noob, noob. You're fucking <laughs> cool and you're smart. Um, that whole sequence. Yeah. It, it's pretty great. I don't- and he's just like, like, oh, just the look on his face. Also, he made us like, he made it's a small world. Like, that's what he did. Yeah, and he yeah. did that when he was drunk. I was like, this is some crazy stuff. Like, it's a little amusement park ride. And then the room with, like, I guess they're, like, opening hands with the rainbow. And I was like, holy shit. And then it was for Noob Noob. Oh, my God. It was so good. That was, hands down, one of my favorite parts of the episode. Like, drunk Rick is even pettier <laughs> than normal Rick. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it, it was good. Um, and then right after, even more follow up with um the million ants and um supernova <laughs> coupling. Um, she's like starts choking them, and then uh, supernova says, "Just let Titty Bean do the snuzzles. It's for the greater good." It's so good. Yeah. 
Oh, like they just keep referencing it. And that's like the best part. Yeah, damn, she double crossed nuzzles oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite line. Uh, aside from now, it's like I'm back to a million ants. I love like oh no. Yeah, it so it's good. really good. Um, we are we are getting some good licks in while choking to death. Says Rick. Oh, I liked that too. That was yeah, good. that was good. Yeah, uh, that. Well, I liked it because like. I had already was like, they're being like really sassy and they're dying. Yeah. And then he said that. Like, this is so yeah, good. they're aware. Yeah. A million ants speech about how Supernova taught him to be a man. Okay, he says he taught him to be a man. There's your answer to later. Oh my God. Um, and then, but so what prompts Supernova to kill him? Because yeah, I don't kind of, it, kind like, of I don't nothing. Speak. She wanted to kill, I mean, because like he was in the way and she was just like determined to murder them. Was and, it, is that the takeaway? She was, she wanted them all dead? Like, she want she didn't want her like ant food to die, but like he was stopping her from doing something she her thought she wanted to do. Aunt, I mean, I, I'm assuming. And then, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I, I, mean, I guess it's better than like snuzzles. <laughs> yes, it is. I you're, you're bidding, to say that. bearing lead of titty bean here. Come on, like <laughs> yeah, no titty bean <laughs> is best. Like, what does it even what mean? Are you talking about yeah. Um, I get, yeah. I guess he was trying to stop her. She doesn't even have titties. Like what? <laughs> she does. She does. She, does she have any real body part, or they are like ephemeral? Yeah. yeah. That's a, See, that's I just like question. what? Yeah. So that was uh, yeah. Rip ant. Rip a uh, million ants. Um, would have loved to have seen her return a million ants, but no, I guess not. Yes. Then the party at the end. There's Logic, who's a real person, and um, apparently popular on YouTube. Apparently popular on YouTube and stuff. I don't know. Uh, Rick playing this whole party when he was drunk. Supernova's getting away, so Supernova could return. We can put her in our maybe in our. She was like dancing away. Yeah, (laughs) we can put her in our uh, potential returnees basket along with Annie from that one season one episode, and um, I don't even know who uh, who else did I even put anyway. but uh yeah then there's gearhead beth and summer are there um oh, so yeah, i love summer there. for some reason yeah summer. like summer going like <laughs> like rick must have been shit-faced <laughs> like i love that like that is like that's that might that's like my number three fave line it was so funny like i was oh that's like so great that's that's what really like sealed the end of the episode for me yeah also i think i i didn't appreciate like i don't know logic is so i didn't appreciate that but his original noob noob rap i did appreciate that was yes no that was great <laughs> uh it was it was pretty good i was enjoying the noob noob rap salt to the wounds of Morty's yeah life. <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> a song and everything yeah, gearhead takes the jacket and then um pays off in the stinger when uh gearhead so gearhead is getting gear cream uh they're getting gear cream with a vindicator um so you girls in gear college or gear yeah no i like that was really funny <laughs> I like that a lot too. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, it seems in character for Gearhead. He seems like a creep. So I th- yeah. yeah, no, hundred percent. He, then he runs off and trips and breaks. Is Gearhead dead, Delaney? He's well, they're made out of before, gears. Yeah, if the gears like were like he like falls apart, yeah. he could just be repaired, right? Like yeah, he's yeah, fine. Repaired. Yeah, I think we like bringing back Gearhead too much, but um, yeah. They're- <laughs> The stinger, I, I mean, I just, I love Gearhead and any stingers. I think he had a stinger before too, but, um, yeah, the line is, so you girls in gear college, or yeah, so that was, um, that was good. What do we, what do we, Michelle, yeah, Michelle, what do you think of just ending the episode in a party like this? I think we talked about this before. I mean, I think it was, I mean, if they didn't want to deal with, like, the last person who could, kill them this was a great way to do it because like the public display being like awkward enough that she just leaves 
and like gives it up i think it's like pretty funny and the fact that again like the whole joke of like rick being able to accomplish so much while being so shit-faced like he organized the whole party and got this like rapper to sing a song about noob noob it's just like that gap just continues to the end and i think it it was pretty funny and it, it wasn't like a huge surprise i thought it like made sense it feels very rick and morty <laughs> way to end an episode yeah yeah did you enjoy it delaney no, I thought it was great. Like when it was a party, I was like, "This is I'm back. This is good." Yeah, yeah, it is. And I like bringing, I like just randomly bringing in Beth and Summer. I think that was good. And Gearhead, good person too to bring in there. Um, apparently, there's a lot of other old characters from the background, so I got to go check that out. I need to freeze frame it. See, see who's at the party. Um, yeah, that's it. Next week is our Rick and Jerry adventure. Everyone, we'll oh need to get God. Delaney's opinions on the Jerry adventure. <laughs> Delaney, are you excited? I mean, I'm I'm excited because Rick is just going to shit on him the whole episode. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I'm waiting for. It's a Rick and Jerry adventure. Rick and Jerry episode, he says. I don't know why, again, Rick, oh no, Rick knows it's an episode. But yeah, it's a Rick and Jerry episode. Um, is, 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 this was a pity adventure. Uh, what do you think it was? An execution? Jeez, <laughs> uh, you really do need to win. That was from the promo. That's so good. I love Jerry that. Thought it's a, I'm Jerry ready. thought it was going to be an execution. Oh, my God. Yeah. So let, let the hype uh, hype build for the Rick and Jerry episode. The Whirly Durly what? Conspiracy coming next week. Oh, God. Yeah. Also written by Ryan. R- Who's ready to just listen to me bitch oh, yeah. about Jerry? We got, yes. We're, yeah. We're fucking Delaney for that recap next week. But, or, <laughs> uh, written by Ryan Ridley, who's wrote a lot of the best episodes of the show as well. So I'm very excited for that. So um, type for Jerry, Michelle. Hype for what happens to Jerry. Hype, okay. <laughs> I'm not hype for Jerry himself. Hype for the treatment of Jerry noted. Okay. So yeah, we'll be back uh, covering Whirly Jerry Conspiracy. So our panel coming up later this week. Um, any closing thoughts on Vindicators 3? I, I do think, especially going over it line by line, very funny episode. What do you think, Delaney? I think it was super funny. I just like, I just don't think it was as good, like as solid and as kind of impressive as the previous two episodes, but... I do think it was really funny, and I think it was potentially funnier than the previous two episodes, but I, in overall quality, I don't think it's as good. Michelle? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, it, it was using tropes that weren't as original as Pickle Rick, but it did have, like, a lot of, like, standalone standout lines, maybe more so than the last one. So, yeah. It, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Was it was a good time. I think so. I think originally I was going to put this in the bottom tier. I have my upper tier, bottom tier of episodes. I think I was going to put it in its bottom tier, but then rewatching it, I think it's probably a, a bottom upper tier episode. So potentially the worst of the season so far, but still very good. Potentially we've, we've just had four top tier episodes of, of Rick and Morty so far this season. So, um, I still think season three is great. Um, I think this episode is very funny and, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, definitely give it another watch. We'll be, Back here on the Overly Animated Podcast with our panel discussion later in the week. You can check that out at OverlyAnimated.com or subscribe to us on iTunes uh, for our feed. Thank you guys for checking us out. Please comment. We don't get a lot of feedback on these podcasts. Please comment on what you thought of our discussion, um, what you like that we talk about, what you'd like to see more of. I'm definitely open to all that feedback. And um, you can also, if you very much enjoyed it, you can very, consider supporting us at Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Lily, a.k.a. Panda Lily. Thank you as always for your support. And thanks always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, upcoming on our podcast are the panel discussion, as mentioned, and then a bunch of other animation talk. We just had a DuckTales uh, recap featuring Michelle go up. Very similar shows, Ooh. DuckTales and Rick and Morty. Um, right? Yep. <laughs> 
Yep. Yeah, we just yep. finished our Voltron coverage. That's more of a similar show, but not really. But um, I think Rick and Morty people would appreciate Voltron at least. Uh, we just finished our season three Voltron coverage and a bunch more stuff coming up at OverlyAnimated.com. We cover all a bunch of animated shows, so check us out there. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>